It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities, a world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday, I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello, and a huge welcome to the Gina Gardner and Friends Show. Today, I've got uh, a young man by my standards um, on the show who is incredibly successful. Age 32, lives in Michigan, but he's already created seven-figure businesses, and he's absolutely passionate about what he does. And he's going to share some of his expertise today. So, Matt, a huge welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Now, you talk about being passionate about entrepreneurship, business, and marketing. So how on earth did you get started? Yeah, so it, it tracks back a long, long time ago when I was like in the sixth or seventh grade. Um, I, I naturally wasn't great at school, um, partially because I didn't apply myself. Uh, and, and the other part was, uh, I don't know, I, I was just more interested in other things, I guess. And, and I grew up uh, without a father figure in my life. And luckily, one of my best friends in grade school, his dad was an entrepreneur. Okay. And I was around them all the time. And so you know, from a really early age on, I got to, I got to walk all his, you know, real estate investment properties and go work in the restaurant he owned for free and, and um, just learned what hard work was and, and learned that there was more than one way to make a living and, and to make a, you know, a life for yourself. Um, where my, my mom's side of the family, they all came from, you know, get good grades, go to college. And it, that's a great route, but it just wasn't for me. No. And so I had this, uh, uh, it, you know, a person put in my life, I guess, that kind of showed me an alternate route that kind of fit who I was as a person. So you left school. I mean, I understand, you know, seeing somebody model uh, a mastery of being an entrepreneur is a great way to learn, isn't it? Yeah. But a transition from watching someone else to do it to creating your own seven figure business, that's a bit of a jump. Very much so. Yep. Um, so 10 years ago, I started um, with a home service company. Uh, I was 22 years old. And what we did was we cleaned windows on houses and buildings. 
And I started that business because I had no money to start a business. Um, I think I had less than a thousand dollars to my name and, and, you know, to buy the equipment for that was a couple hundred bucks. And then I could spend a couple hundred bucks on marketing materials. And, and I just hit the pavement and I, I started doing it. Um, and, you know, I had a friend of mine who was doing a couple hundred thousand dollars of revenue in that business locally. And, and to me at the time, that was a lot of money. Yeah. And so, uh, I said, you know, I'm, I see someone else doing it in my market. It must be possible. So I'm going to go figure it out. And so really what I did was I just went and found people that were doing what I wanted to do in business. And I just kind of shadowed them. I took them out to breakfast. Uh, they became business mentors of mine and they just helped me. Um, and you know, that's kind of a, a pay it forward thing. I hope I can do for people down the road as well. Uh, but that was a huge portion of why I think our company grew so fast originally. And so we, we, we grew that home service company very, very quickly. Um, I took on a partner. My partner still runs that business today uh, and it has tons of employees and, and generates a lot of revenue. But that was kind of like the stepping stone. That first business was, uh, it was the business that everyone goes, what the heck is Matt doing cleaning windows? And he's never going to get to where he wants to go doing it. It's such an entry level business. Uh, but we turned it into something that you know was really special. And um, it gave me the first, I always tell people, it created the first, you know, core skill sets of business for me to go on to what was next. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you often hear people say, but I can't set up my own business. I don't know what to do and I haven't got any money and I can't do this. Yep. And you've demonstrated very clearly that if you have a clear understanding of what you're trying to achieve and you're determined and you take sustained action, then you can succeed. And you know, windows are always going to be there and they're always yeah. going to need cleaning, aren't they? Yep. Yep. So creating a business around something that your windows are cleaned, it rains, yep. need their windows cleaned again. So there's yep. always a market for it. And then you build it to scale. I think if you're listening to this and you are wanting to start your own business, you don't start with a conglomerate, you start with something. Yep. That, that, that you can um, uh, achieve. So you moved, you said your partner now runs that. So yeah. at what point did you decide that wasn't for you anymore? And what did you go on to? Yeah, it was never, uh, it was never really a decision that it wasn't for me. It was just a natural uh, movement for me that, so we, we grow the, the service company and I start to go to these conferences all over the country where there's other home service business owners and start to realize that our company was one of the fastest growing home service companies out of all these people I'm meeting. And they start, you know, hey, can I pick your brain on your marketing? Hey, how did you do this? How did you do that? And before you know it, people are saying, hey, can I pay you to do this? Can I pay you to do that? And it just kind of led into a natural, I started this little side hustle business of running, you know, home service companies marketing on the side. And, and before you know it, that took off into a multiple six figure business over the course of six months. and. Um, and wow. no advertising, all organic. And, and so that was kind of when I started to say, okay, like, this is what I love. I'm really good at finding customers for companies. And so I'm going to kind of start to move in this direction yeah. um, with the understanding that I still, I still definitely have an eye on my other company. Right. And so, um, you know, I was probably five years into the home service company when that marketing business started. Um, and so I always tell people I would have never been able to have the marketing business without the window cleaning business, because I wouldn't have known how to market those companies without having one first, um, which I think is very powerful. I think it's incredibly powerful at a number of levels, really. Yeah. 
finding something to um, as as your foundation that not only gave you the, the the success and the money, but the wealth of experience in terms of how to do things and when to do things. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that for me is incredibly um, powerful and exciting is that you reached out to people who were already um, more experienced than you and yeah. that you worked with mentors and that for you sure. from them. And I think so many people are wary of asking for help yeah. and think they've got to do it all on their own. Yeah. I, I mean, that is an entrepreneur's formal education in a way, like find an find another entrepreneur who has done what you're trying to do because they've already figured it out. You don't have to go reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Um, you know, majority of the answers are already out there. Yes. Put your spin on your business. Yes. Create it to be what you want it to be. But the the core foundation of every business is very similar. So why not, you know, get those bits and pieces from people that have already learned it the hard way and yeah. uh, save you a lot of time. I think that's a profound piece of advice, not just in terms of, of entrepreneurs, but in life in general. For sure. Isn't it? That you know, you want to do something and you want to, to save yourself time, go and find a master uh, yep. and look at what they do. And interestingly, very often they say, but it's just what I do. And so you help the mentor really distill what they do by asking those naive questions. Yeah. And you help them move on. So it's very much, I believe, a two-way process. thousand percent. Absolutely. We're going to go into a short break now. So please don't go away. We have the opportunity to talk to a master of business and entrepreneurship. Um, and he's got a wealth of experience and he's ready to share. So we'll be back in a moment. Going to extremes parenting your teen? it might be time to take a new approach. Visit boystown.org parenting. Take your parenting skills to new heights. Did you know kids who drink during adolescence are at a higher risk for alcoholism and brain damage? Particularly as it relates to memory loss and motor function. Plus, this can lead to school, social, and legal problems. And puts them at a higher risk for suicide. You have the power to prevent your teen from underage drinking. Talk to them about the dangers of alcohol. And help us have a better future. We're listening. To learn more, visit ccapsa.org. Welcome back. So Matt, you have got a marketing business. You've still got a, a, win, a, a home service business. What for you was the next step? Yeah, so fast forward a couple more years. Um, I paid a, a friend of mine who was a, a U.S. veteran and he owns a woodworking business. And I, I said, hey, I, I saw this guy who has this wooden flag on his wall and I thought it was really cool. I'd like one for my office. Could you build me one? So he mm -hmm. says, sure. So he builds me this huge, I mean, it's massive. It's like six feet wide. It's huge. It's a statement piece in our office. And every time somebody walks in, a customer walks in, where did you get that flag? How do I buy one? And for probably, I don't know, three, four years, we always joked around. We're like, we're really good at selling services online. I bet I bet we could sell a product. You know, what if we tried? What if we tried to sell a flag? So, so long story short, one day we call our friend. We say, "Hey, just as like a a fun thing, let's let's try to sell these flags. And if I sell, I don't know, one or two a week, would you build them for me so I can ship them out and just see if we can do it?" And he agrees. And before you know it, uh, in in the first I don't know four months, he calls me says, "Hey, I." 
I'm overwhelmed. I can't do anymore. And we went from zero to four and a half million in that first year in sales. Can you just so, repeat that? Because I think people may think that they've misheard what you had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did zero to four and a half million in sales selling essentially wooden flags online. Um, and so, but but the reason it worked was because of our brand and because of our mission. And our mission was we only hire United States veterans to make our products and we sell patriotic products and we give back a portion of the sales uh, to veterans in need. And so it was kind of a double whammy. Hey, we're getting uh, an American made product that's patriotic, made by someone who served in the military and it's doing some good. And so uh, it was something we weren't expected to take on, um, but we basically over a, a couple short months had to go from you know selling one or two flags a week to getting a 12,000 square foot building, learning how to manufacture, um, took on 25 employees our first year, and then we were just off the races. It, it, that was in 2020 during COVID as well. Goodness me. There's so much uh, for, uh, for us to uncover within that. It's so yep. rich. One of the things that strikes me, and certainly I work with businesses helping them to create holistic profit mm -hmm. and to do that um, very successfully, uh, but is the recognition that having a why and having that clearly stated as part of your brand for your staff, for your customers or potential customers as well is so important. And you've created the very epitome of a win-win, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Go and ahead. communicating that to your potential customers. You want to be seen to be patriotic. You want to be seen to be helping those who've supported and protected your country. Here is a way that you can do that and do that uh, in a way that is really meaningful to you and to the people who will see your flag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are buying a product, but they're really buying the mission. Yes. Um, and so when we figured that out very early on and we we geared everything towards that, that's when everything changed. Um, we make an amazing product. Uh, the, the home decor that we make is top notch, all handmade, but and it's great. They love it, but they love what they're buying into rather than what they're actually getting in the mail. And I think for many people who um, are in business, they don't recognize the power of that mission. Now, your mission is one that, that is brilliant, but also one can see, um, see the, the power of it very easily. But even yeah. if you're in a trucking business or you provide um, food or it's a, um, uh, I don't know, whatever the industry, whatever the business, yeah. it's so important that there's a why. And I'll just share with you a, a conversation that I had with someone. And that we were talking about that in the UK at the time, there was a real shortage of truck drivers, lorry yeah. drivers. Um, and I compared with, showed them two very different adverts. And one simply said, um, uh, wanted truck drivers this much an hour, this many hours a week, uh, apply and gave the contact number. And the other said, we're the lifeblood um, of the um, of the commerce industry. Yeah. Come and join our vibrant team. We'll look after you. We'll help you develop. Um, and you, too, can help keep things moving. 
And in little letters was the hourly rate and, and how many hours and contact. And I said to that person, which one would you choose to apply for? Sure. So for me, being a, a successful business is not just about being able to sell yourself to your customers, but also being able to attract the right people uh, and people who believe in what you're doing. Yeah, I, I think we've... Um... You know, our turn, everyone asked this, and, and I don't know if it's the same where you're at, but uh, right now it's really hard to find employees, right? And yeah. so everyone's always asking, how hard is it to find help? And for us, it has not been a challenge at all. And it's because our mission is so clear. Hey, we, we only hire veterans and these guys want to work together. They work as a team. Um, they show up on time. They're hardworking guys and they're like a family, you know? And so we've created this atmosphere where veterans know if I can get in there, you know, yes. then this is the place to be. And so, um, and, and to be honest, you know, I don't want to take, we can maybe take some credit for setting the culture, but those guys all being in there together have kind of created the culture for the company as well. And so I think, uh, I think finding that niche, you know, maybe it's not hiring veterans or maybe it's not even hiring a specific person, but having a mission behind your company that people can rally behind is a definite uh, must. I think what's interesting to me is that because you have harnessed um, people who have already been brought up in a culture of teamwork, yeah, you know, where more would you rely on your teammates than in a battle situation? Right. Um, and so you have you've engaged that culture in a way that that is really inspirational. But if you have a a, a company which is employing people off the streets who've not been part of that culture before. Yeah. I would suggest it's just as important to create that culture. Oh, yeah. And you do that and your mission and how you, um, how you uh, share your values and how those values are demonstrated through behavior and language yeah. is probably more important because you haven't got the culture to tap into. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree hundred percent. Our window cleaning business was the same way. You know, you're cleaning glass. There's nothing really uh, fancy about that or exciting. Um, if we're being honest, like doing the actual job isn't really that fun. Um, and so you, you had to figure out ways to get creative, to make people want to work, you know, there. And, and, and then once they get in, make sure they stay. Um, and I think as a leader, you know, that's what makes good and bad leaders is, is being able to be that person that someone does or doesn't want to work for. Um, and so, you know, I, I've been on both sides of the table. I can say one company with, with no like veteran, real specific mission that we had to get creative and, and have those employees just love us as owners and the team we've created around them. Um, and then, you know, the second position is having that super, super strong mission of, of, Hey, this is our, our person we hire and that's it. And we're not swaying from that. Yeah. Um, and so I think both are equally as important to figure out. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it, that if you look at what creates success in a business, I think that what you're demonstrating is um, once you have success, how you build on that success and um, you maintain it and create something even bigger. And I think many companies fall into the trap of they create initial success because people want work. Um, for example, or they've got customers who want a particular service or product, mm. but they then fail because yeah. 
there's nothing underpinning that which takes them into the future um, yeah. and protects the, them um, in terms of the marketplace and also in terms of the wor workforce. And I think there's a, a skill shortage out there in the business world. Yeah. Those organisations that are led by enlightened leadership, and that's what I'm all about, yeah. they will survive and thrive because they come from the premise of our people are our treasure and we're going to make the best of them. Yeah. 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 When you, um, when you look at people, I mean, we're all, we're all the same, right. And figuring out how to harness each employee's strength and weakness and set them up in ways where um, you're not setting them up to fail, but you're setting them up to succeed. And, and we kind of, this is in all of our businesses have always kind of gone through the process of when you interview someone or hire them, I say, Hey, I don't really know you, but I, I'm going to get to know you. And as I get to know what you are or aren't good at, I'm going to do my best as a leader to put you in the spots where you're going to succeed rather than fail. And because it's going to make you better and it's going to make the company better. And so I think as a leader, really trying to focus on, hey, what are my people's strengths and weaknesses? And how can I set those people up to succeed rather than fail? Um, it goes a long way for the company, but it goes a long way for the person too that you're, you're employing. Absolutely. And not just for the individual, but collectively, if people yeah. have faith that you as a leader have their best interests at heart, yeah. then one of the things that you create is goodwill. Sure. And I think that goodwill is a bit like a bank account. You know, if you, uh, if you bank goodwill as you go, then you can draw upon it in times of need. Mm. But just like a bank account, if you get overdrawn and then something goes on, you've got nothing to draw upon and you're actually um, having to pay the cost of, of borrowing. Yeah, that's really good. And, you know, you epitomize that capacity to bring the best out in people as individuals and as a collective. Yeah. And I applaud you. I think you're doing a brilliant job. No, I appreciate that. It's really hard. You know, I always tell people businesses, if you don't, if you don't live it and breathe it and love it, it's way too hard to do because you'll be miserable. You know what I mean? Um, yes. it, it takes a very specific person. Um, I call it a purebred entrepreneur and to, to see it um, to a level of success that, you know, most people would want to be, at, I guess you would say, otherwise it's not worth it because it's way too hard. Yeah. We're going to go to another break, but when we come back, what I'd like to ask you is, you know, what words of advice have you got to pe for people who are either thinking about setting up a business or who are in the early stages of setting up a business? So don't go away. Huge amounts of wisdom for us to tap into. Those were the days. A little risk never scared us. Hands tight, plans loose. We'd cruise down drags with our favorite bands. We bought good times with loose quarters. And every night, we had standing dates with the same friends. Life was simpler back then. We hustled, we bumped, we bus stopped. And we smoked all the time. If that was you then, 
Get your lungs screened now. Visit ScreenYourLungs.org today. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more at studentaid.gov. Welcome back. Matt, if you were talking to people who are thinking about setting up a business or who are very new into business, you know, what are the things that you've learned that you wished you'd known at the beginning or that you learned from that mentor when you were a young lad that you think would help people? I just did a podcast on this. It, it went out this morning and it was something, I'll give you a real quick backstory, but we're uh, we're doing a, a flip house real estate investment deal right now. And I was out there the other day, it just sold. Um, and I had an epiphany, I'm standing in the yard, I'm going literally 10 years ago, almost to the day, you told yourself one day I want to invest in real estate, but you had no money and you were just starting a window cleaning business and you had no clue how you're going to get there. And 10 years fast forward, you're standing in the yard of the house that you're investing in. And it was, um, it brought me a lot of joy, a lot of joy. And I, uh, I was thinking of all the times, especially throughout my home service company where working late nights or, or whatever the case is going, I don't know how this business is going to get me to where I want to go. Yeah. But all I do know is if I do everything I can to learn as much as I can from this experience, it's physically impossible for a new or better opportunity not to present itself. So I think the piece of advice I could give people is regardless of the situation you're in right now, maybe you have a nine to five job, maybe you have your own business. I don't know, but there's something for you to learn. And the, the only people that will get to the next level or get that new opportunity are the people that are willing to dive deep into learning whatever the small thing is they're learning right now, because you don't get big opportunities until you get good at the small opportunities. And so that was the whole takeaway for me was maybe my window cleaning business was a smaller opportunity than what I'm doing now. But without that small opportunity and getting really good at it, the big opportunity would have never presented itself to me. I think that's very wise. And out of that, I think I'd like to pull, you know, people are often are frightened of failing yep. or indeed frightened of success. And so they do nothing. Hmm. And ultimately if you want to succeed, then there are going to be times when something doesn't go to plan and yeah. there's the opportunity to learn from that. And there is no such thing as failure unless you fail to learn. Yeah. You keep making the same mistakes again. That's good. What would you say is the, the biggest challenge that you've had in the last 10 years? Oh, it's, it's 100% been a mental battle um, of getting through the hard times. Um, people around you are, you know, I didn't go to college. Uh, my friends did four years into my business journey. You know, I was reinvesting all the profits back in the business and paying myself as little as I possibly could. That way I could grow the business as fast as I could. Meanwhile, my best friends that went to school are getting out of college, making 70, 80, hundred thousand dollars a year. And you start to go, did I make the wrong choice? Yes. What am, I, what am I doing? And being mentally tough enough to work through those situations and and digging deep and learning who you are. Like, am I doing this because it's what I want to do? Or is it, am I doing this because I think it's cool or I've seen someone else do it? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And really aligning with who you are as a person and being okay with that. And so just a mental battle, like even, even now it's always hard. You know what I mean? 
It's, it's always hard. You're always grinding through you. Entrepreneurship's a huge roller coaster. You have an up and a down every other day. Um, and being able to kind of ride that wave, um, without it totally stressing out your whole life has been by far the hardest part for me. I'm really pleased that you brought that up because for me to become a leader and to be an entrepreneur, I believe you have to be a leader. Yep. You have to do the deep dive inner work yourself, hmm. on yourself, in yeah. yourself. Um, because there are going to be the naysayers who say you should have gone to college or you should have done that or you shouldn't yeah. do this. And you've got to have faith in the fact that you will succeed. And that's yeah. one of the things that shines through, I think, talking to you today is that you, even through those dark times, you've had the faith that you can succeed effectively and take other people with you. Sure. It's been a patience game. Where can people get hold of you? Um, if you go to serviceindustrycoach.com, um, you can find my podcast on there. You can find social media links. Um, and, you know, if there's anything I can ever do to help anybody, I'm, I'm all ears and more than happy to, to give any advice I can for free. It just remains for me to say a huge thank you to you um, and also to our listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. Please do contact me at Gina, G-I-N-A, at genuinely-u.com. If I can be of any help, I'd love to help you. If you would like to tell us what you think of the show or have suggested themes or guests, that would be wonderful. If you go to genuinely-u.com, you'll find lots of resources. Um, and I look forward to seeing you on the next show. So thank you so much, Matt. It's been a joy. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thank you for listening. Join me on the next show. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.